This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively as, well, a podcast. In each episode, we put a new contender to the test. It's season two, and this time, it's all about your favorite social media personalities and experts. Play along and find out what they really know. That's a good question. 20 contenders, four finalists, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Biard. Well, Podcast Game Show Season 2 continues to move along. This is Episode 13, and I am really fired up to welcome Mike Metzger, who is in Richmond, Virginia. Mike, what's up? What's up, Brandon? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to have you. So Mike is a 26-year-old entrepreneur and internet marketer. Uh, he's kind of a marketing whiz, you know? He, he knows a lot. And he's um, founder of The Ultimate Entrepreneur and Underground Marketing Hacks, a coaching program for online influencers, and also an author of a new book, right? What's the name of the book, Mike? Yeah, so the name of the book is How to Create Credibility Out of Thin Air. All right, so Mark has shared his story with thousands of entrepreneurs and has shared the stage with top business coaches. He's everything that Mike is can be found at MikeMetzger.com. That's M-Y-K-E. So Mike, I know uh, this is a little different than any other podcast you've done. Are you ready to play? I am. Let the game begin. Your first question, changing it up a bit here. It's an audio question. I'm going to play a clip for you and you have to tell me if this is either a cat playing a turntable or is it Diplo DJing? All right. So cat playing a turntable or Diplo? Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's got to be a cat. There's got to be a cat playing a turntable. All right. Cat playing a turntable, Mike says. Is it a cat? Yeah. Yes. It was not <laughs> Diplo. However, the cat was pretty damn good. He was good. On the board. One for one. Question number two here. This is multiple choice. Okay. What mosquito-borne virus currently ravaging Brazil was first discovered in a monkey in 1947? It's either Ebola, Zika, or dengue. Wow. Uh, let's see. Ebola's from food, I believe. And so what What were the second two? Zika or dengue? Let's see. Let's, uh... Wow, let's go with uh, B, Zika. Okay. B, lock him in on B. It is Zika. <laughs> Ravaging Brazil. It's a problem, I think, with... You don't want to get it when you're pregnant, I think. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be pregnant or have Zika. You don't want any of these things, basically. Yeah. <laughs> All bad. Good job. Two for two. Next question, number three here. And this, <laughs> this is such a random question. Radar shaming. Radar shaming is <laughs> what? It's either when you send your out-of-town friends a pic of the Doppler radar just before it storms on them, when you troll your local weatherman on Twitter, or none of these... But they both sound like good ideas. Hmm. Which of those would be radar shaming? Man, the the none of these throws you off, but it's gotta be B, radar shaming, right? B, final answer. B, I'm gonna lock him in. He's saying B, when you troll your weatherman on Twitter, makes sense. 
Unfortunately, it's wrong. <laughs> Had I threw you a curveball there. It was oh, none okay. of those. Those there is no such thing as radar shame. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a thing though. It should be a it, thing. It is. I'm copywriting it right here. Trolling the the weatherman sounds actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on past it. You're still two out of three. Looking good. Question number four. If you are a 1980s lesser version of the Transformers, what would you be? Battle droids, GoBots, or Mighty Machines? Ooh, uh, GoBots, B. Lock him in on B. GoBots! Yeah, all right. Did you actually know what those were? I did, yeah. It's like very vague in my mind, but I'm I'm just barely old enough to, to remember. Dude, that's awesome. Three out of four. Question number five, last question in round one. Which of these acts did not play at Coachella in 2016? Justin Bieber, Calvin Harris, Guns N' Roses. Ooh. Think about it. I feel like it's definitely a trick question. Let's let's get a hint. I'm going to use one of my two hints. All right. Your hint is... Calvin Harris did play at Coachella. So okay. he's not going to be the answer. It's either the Beebs or Guns N' Roses. And the question is who didn't play, yes, right? correct. Okay. Guns N' Roses, final answer. Guns N' Roses, did they play at Coachella? They did play at Coachella. Oh, wow. Justin Bieber did not play. Man, I should have known that. Uh, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> Don't I, worry I about should, it. I should have known. I should have known. Nobody would know that. I researched that. <laughs> oh, man. I think unless you have been to Coachella this year, I that haven't. is a fair question to miss. Don't beat yourself up. All right. All right. All right. Shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off. You're still doing great. Three out of five in the first round. So let's take a break. So, All Mike, right. let's talk about you a little bit. You're in Richmond. Um, we talked about what you've been up to a little bit. Tell us about the Credibility Book. Yeah, so I think when I first got started in this idea of becoming an online influencer and figuring out how to build an image for myself on the Internet, the biggest thing that I was missing is nobody cared about me. No one wanted to listen to what I had to say. And it didn't matter what I was doing, whether I was trying to sell something or get followers or, or any of those things. The big piece that was missing was the credibility in my life. Uh, why was I a credible source for anyone to, to pay attention to, right? Mm-hmm. So if you look at all the influencers, and it could be somebody like Justin Bieber, like we were just talking about, you know, whether you love him or hate him, He's credible in a certain area, which is his talent, which is music or singing or whatever, you know, whatever that might be. Uh, and then you look at other people that are business moguls. And the reason that people are appeal, uh, attracted, there you go, attracted to them is because they're credible in a certain area. And my problem was that I wasn't really credible on any particular topic. I was just kind of this bartender, kind of drunk party guy that actually wasn't cool, but thought that he was. And... It was really difficult for me to break into this space because nobody wanted to look at what I was doing. I wasn't important enough. So the book is kind of the key hints and strategies and tips behind how I was able to start building my credibility from the ground up. 
because I didn't have any important connections. I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have any resources to build my presence. So I had to figure it all out the hard way, which was trial and error and spending money on things that didn't work. And so the book is kind of my gift to this industry. And I hope that it helps them skip the trials and errors that I had to go through and hopefully gives them a little shortcut or a little bit of an edge if there's somebody who wants to become somewhat of an influencer on the internet or in social media. I'm not just saying this. I mean it. I'm going to download that book as soon as we get off because I, I think it's really cool what you just said. You're right. Even someone like Justin Bieber or any artist, uh, they're influencers in their own way too. They have credibility. And right. I never thought about it that way. That's interesting. Where can we find that? Is it just MikeMetzger.com? Yeah, anything that has to do with me, you can find on MikeMetzger.com. Awesome. And now you brought... We have a fun fact about you that you gave me. Um, Oh, and I want to say this before I get on to that. Uh, I checked out your website. Really cool looking. You got a cool looking website. Thank you. Whoever did the design work. It's it's nice. Yeah, I built it myself, man. It's it's evolved over the past couple of years. When I first set it up, it it was pretty ugly and it's... It's found its own it's found its own swagger over the past couple of years. <laughs> All right. So, back to uh talking about your fun fact. You got started in marketing and understanding the power of online advertising by using Craigslist and yeah. pretending to be a woman. What the hell? Tell us about that. <laughs> okay, so check this out. I, I was a bartender at 23 years old. Uh, I wasn't exactly a marketer. I was still just kind of a, an employee working for this family. And I was the bartender because I was good at talking and having fun and, and drinking, right? So as a bartender, my goal for this bar was to figure out how in the world can I get more customers and, and how can I make more tips, right? I'm trying to put more cash in my pocket. And somebody mentioned to me that there was this thing called personal ads on Craigslist. And I didn't know what that was. You know, I thought of Craigslist as something where, you buy and sell goods and furniture and broken and stolen iPhones and crap like that, right? Yeah. And I said, wow, okay, personal ads. And so I hopped on my computer as I was sitting at the bar and I looked through it and I said, wow, this is crazy. Like, why wouldn't somebody just create a fake ad uh, about like some woman sitting at the bar and a bunch of creepy old guys would come in and try to see her and I could just sell them drinks. And my manager looked at me and was like, that's kind of a good idea. And I said, okay, I'll I'll try it out. So here's what I used to do. When I had a night that I was working, I would go into the bar. And when I got there, I would sit down. I'd get on the personal ads and I'd create like a little short bio. And I'd I'd type something up like, hey, my name is Stephanie. I'm new to the area. Um, I'm out tonight trying to meet new people and have a good time with some friends. I'll be at such and such bar at this time. I'll be wearing a pink shirt and a black skirt. Come say hello and introduce yourself or your friends if you'd like to have a drink. Right. And so that was the post. And I'd always leave like the address of my bar. And what would happen is as the evening would go along, there would be these guys that would come in looking for this imaginary woman. And who are they going to ask if they've seen? Of course, it'd be me, the bartender. So they'd come up to me and they'd say, hey, Mike, or hey, who, you know, hey, man, uh, have you happened to see a girl in here? She was here earlier. She's wearing a pink shirt and a black skirt. Um, I'm supposed to be meeting her here. And of course they would usually just make that up. You know, they just wanted to meet the girl and I'd say, you know what, man, I I did. She just walked out to get her sweater and and like her cell phone or something. Or I think she's meeting a friend. She should be back any minute. Can I get you a drink while you're waiting? And of course they would say, yes, they'd sit down, they'd order a drink. The girl would never come back. And I just say, I don't know, man, I'm sorry. I guess she left. And then of course that would mean another tip in my pocket. And so, you know, kind of messed up, but man, did it work. 
And it, it helped me increase my income even before I really knew that that was what I wanted to do was be a marketer. So I've always thought that that was such a funny way of looking back at my life in the beginning of my career and kind of where it started. And everybody gets a laugh out of that. Hey, look, if you're um, actually going to creepily show up at a bar because someone put that in Craigslist, that's on you. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I deserve a tip from you then, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. So um, before we get moving on, you also brought a random trivia fact or a question. Yeah. What do you got? I love social media, right? I love Instagram. And so I, I figured I'd bring a question uh, related to Instagram. And so when Facebook decided to buy Instagram, how many employees did Instagram have? And that's my question. Oh, that's great. Uh, let's see. 15. Oh, wow. You're close. They had 13 employees and what? they were bought out by Facebook for $1 billion 13? with only 13 employees. That's an amazing fact. I had no yeah. idea. 13 people made a $1 billion company? Yes. Isn't that amazing? Uh, that's mind-blowing. Anything is possible. Okay. Well, are you ready to get back into the game and crush this? Yeah. Yeah, man. Got my legs stretched out. I'm, I'm ready to go. Level two. Question number six is an audio question. I'm going to play for you a theme song to a Disney Channel show. You have to tell me what Disney Channel show we're listening to, okay? All right. And it's multiple choice, so I'll give you multiple choices at the end. But if you can answer it before the multiple choice, I would normally say respect points, <laughs> but um, <laughs> just don't hold back. Here we go. All right, let's, let's hope I'm not too old here. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. All right. I just can't even finish it. Oh. Oh man. I could. I could give you the choices. It sounds like you need them. I did. No. 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 I got it. I got it. It's Hannah Montana. It's got to be Hannah Montana. <laughs> I, I think I would have picked up on it just from listening to the voice. The voice kind of gives it away, and it's right. kind of country yeah. sounding. It takes a second because you're like country. Wait, what? Well, that's one more point for you, Mike. And the show right. has hit a new low as well. <laughs> Moving on, a question, another TV question here. In its 28th season, what reality show recently cast social media stars to compete in a race around the world? Wow, 28th season. That's not multiple choice. Okay. A race around the world. Hmm. It's got to be... All right, let's 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 use the Google 8 second. You want to Google it? Yeah. You have 8 seconds to Google the answer, and your time starts now. Oh, man. Good thing I'm really good at typing really fast because I do this all Three, day. Three, two, one. The Amazing Race. It is the amazing. All right, I, I I don't feel bad about uh, using the thing because I I feel like I knew it, but I wasn't for sure. So I don't watch TV, so that, I, I don't feel bad. Yeah, but I got it right. All don't right. feel bad. It's a I love this show. Uh, yes, the Amazing Race, um, race around the world. 
Next question. If you want to swim from Dover to Calais, Calais, what body of water are you planning on swimming across? Man, I totally shouldn't have used my Google hand. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been a perfect question for that. Let's say the, uh, do, do, do I have choices or no? No, not on this one. Okay, then it's got to be the, the English channel, right? I'm locking you in. Man. Yeah, have some faith in your gut because it is right on this. Oh, all right. English Channel. This is a multiple choice. It's a travel question, okay? What city has the airport code abbreviated as YYZ? It's either Toronto, Canada, Lima, Peru, or Odessa, Ukraine. YYZ. All right, let's go with, uh, what was the second one? Lima, Peru. Lima, Peru. Uh, let's see. Man. All right, I'll go with Lima, Peru. Locking you in on Lima, Peru. YYZ. Is it Lima? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. It was a tough one. It was Toronto. Really? Or Toronto, wow. I should say. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that bizarre? So last question in this round, and it's another multiple choice. It's a tech question. All right. The Unicode Consortium does what, among other things? Regulates website domain names, standardizes credit card transactions, governs emojis. I'm going to go with B, regulates credit card transactions. Unicode Consortium, does it regulate credit card transactions? Oh, Oh, it's got to be C then. Believe it or not, it's C, governs emojis. Uh, Man, I thought about it right after I said it too because it's Unicode. I didn't even think about Mm, that. All right. All right, I got you. Shoot myself in the foot. After round two, you have six rights. You're going to move on to round three. We're going to finish strong. You have one hint left. Not bad. This is an audio question read by a previous contestant. So I have Nick Loper from Side Hustle Nation describing a type of music. You need to identify what kind of music he's talking about. This specific type of music is often heard in Mexican restaurants and has three or four band members uh, wearing sombreros and playing guitar. You know what he's talking about? I do, because the bar that I used to work in uh, was a Mexican restaurant, and it's, um, oh my goodness, I know, I have it on the tip of my tongue, give me one sec, all right. Uh, Oh, uh, mariachi music, I think that's right. Mariachi, let's see, is it mariachi music? Yes, okay. Just had to think of, but you had to get it out there onto the surface. I've never second guessed myself so much. I, I worked in a Mexican restaurant for two and a half years and I couldn't think of it. <laughs> okay. So, food question for you. You worked All in right. a bar, a restaurant. They might know this. Yeah. What French soup is a dish best served cold? It's either gazpacho, vichois, or bouillabaisse. Hmm. Oh, man. All right. So it's got to be A. How do you say it? Gasp- Gaspacho, uh, Vichois, V-I-C-H-S-S-O-I-S-E. I don't, I don't know. I think that's how you pronounce that. I think it's A, Gaspacho, because I believe I've had that on a cruise ship before, and right. it was cold. All right. Lock in on A. 
Yep. Gaspacho. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, really? Wow. Vichwa. Vicky oh, Schwa, man. however you say it. Uh, that is, gazpacho is a cold soup. It's oh. Spanish, I think. Oh, man. Vichwa is French. Yes. Losing my marbles over here, You're going to see it in a restaurant now because you're going to be tuned into it, and you're going to be like, yeah. oh, god damn, that French soup. Cold soup, man. That just, I don't know. No, no. Not it's my good. thing. Next question, sports question. If you multiply the number of Kardashian sisters... By the number of times the Detroit Lions have won the Super Bowl, what number do you get? Oh, wow. Two things I do not pay attention to. The Kardashians and football. Okay. The Lions. What if they've never won? Let's let's go with zero. All right, zero. Why do you say zero? Well, there's... I think there's four or five Kardashian sisters, but I feel like... I don't know a lot about sports, man, but I just feel like the Lions... Hopefully nobody's offended by this, but I just feel like they're not, they haven't won, maybe. Okay. All right, zero. Is it zero? Oh, my gosh. It is. <laughs> All right. Zero it is. They wow. have never won a Super Bowl, so who cares how many Kardashians there are? It doesn't matter in this question or in life. All right, our next question is X squared plus Y squared equals no. Oh, man. <laughs> Question number 14. Name the missing original American Idol judge. Simon Cowell, Randy Jackson, and blank. Who is the missing American Idol judge out of those three? It's got to be my girl, Paula Abdul. Good guess. Let's see if that's right. (laughs) All right. Yes. Good stuff. Question number 15. This is a little history question for you. No multiple choices here. What famous lady protested taxes by riding through the streets of Coventry, England, naked? I believe you have a hint left. I do. And you you want me to take it, huh? How many Uh, questions? You don't have have two more? One more? This is it. This is the last question. You can use it. This is it. All right. Let's, Let's use the hint. Your hint is there is a chocolate company named after this person. Ooh, okay. Lady uh Lady Godiva. <laughs> Lady Godiva finishing strong. Yes, that's right. right. Back in like the Middle Ages this happened. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. You did well. You got 10 out of 15. So wow, that's pretty good. You burned your cheats like you should have. And now yep. we're going to the final question. This is a bonus question. All right, right. this comes down in the event there's a tiebreaker in the future, okay? Cool. Mike, in 20 seconds, name seven of the 10 largest bodies of water on planet Earth. Go for it. All right, so Dead Sea, Atlantic Ocean, Pacific Ocean, uh, Caribbean Sea, um... Five seconds. <laughs> what did you say? I said Antarctic. Antarctic Ocean? If that's a thing. All right. Well, you got it in right under the wire, so let's see okay. if that's right. So the answers were Pacific Ocean. That's the biggest. 
Atlantic Ocean. Let's see what else did you say? The next one was the Indian Ocean. The Southern Ocean was the next one. Uh, you said Antarctic. I can't give you credit for that. All right. Arctic Ocean, though, is. Oh, that's it. Yeah, Arctic Ocean. Philippine Sea, Coral Sea, Arabian Sea, South China Sea, and the Caribbean Sea. All right. Three oh, out I got seven. another one. What's that? I got, I got that last one, right? Yeah, Caribbean. Cool. All right. So I'm just dumb instead of very dumb. <laughs> You did find some of those questions. Who the hell would know? Um, you, radar shaming, that's just not even a thing. So yeah, I think it will be after this episode. Yeah, don't be upset. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun talking about uh, what you're working on, getting to know you, and playing with you today. So as you go, what are you going to take away from this? Oh, man. I think that the big lesson here is is go all in on your strengths, and if you don't know things, don't don't let it get to you, right? Go all in on your strengths. If you don't know them, sometimes it's a trick question, and sometimes who the hell cares, right? Yeah, that's a good point, too. Who, who needs to know? Who needs to know? Well, Mike, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for playing. Thank you so much for having me, Brandon. Well, that wraps up another episode. We created a new segment today, Cat or Diplo. That will be a recurring segment, I'm sure, from now on. And, you know, it could have been either. I recently went to a music fest with Calvin Harris as a headliner, and he canceled at the last minute because he got in a minor car accident the day before. Now, I get it. I'm sure it was jarring and an emotional event. But if it were me, I would, and a half a million dollars were on the table, I would get on my private jet, fly to the music fest, hit play, and collect my half a million dollars. Now, I know I'm not saying that all DJs just hit play, but they could if they had to. And if I were a DJ, that's what I would do. That's neither here nor there. But Calvin Harris, stop being a baby. And I'm just bitter, obviously, because I didn't get to see it. All right. Mike Metzger, great guy on today's show. If you want to find out more about Mike or get links to all of his stuff online, go to the show notes page at podcastgameshow.com forward slash Metzger, M-E-T-Z-G-E-R. That's the show notes page. Um, I'm not going to plug the website or the email list today. All I'm going to say is, if you like the show, share it. Share it with a friend. Tell a friend about it. Share it on Facebook, whatever. Help it to grow. Help it to grow so we can keep making episodes and continue to have some cool trivia. Now, come back next week as Wes Schaefer, the sales whisperer, is our contestant. And he tells us a pretty interesting fact about the cost of hamburgers that's it this song was actually produced by diplo bet you didn't know that all right not really see you next time